1: Today's topic is smart freight sourcing with my friend Andy Semish. How's it going, Andy?
0: Hey, Joe. How you doing today? Thanks for having me on Logistics of Logistics.
1: Thank you so much for coming on. Andy has been there, done that, got the hat. We had a long talk the other day, and uh, I'm excited to hear from him on the podcast. Uh, so stick around. Andy, please introduce yourself and your company and where you're calling from
0: today. Joe, my name is Andy Semish. I have uh, been with Emerge for 15 months. I currently live and work in Richmond, Virginia. Very nice. Yep. Thanks. You, you, nice area. So, uh, what, what, what do you do over at Emerge? Well, commercial development is uh, things that fall off the off the beaten path. I, I don't primarily work with shippers or carriers. But based on my past experience, I have strong relationships with both shippers and carriers. And I typically deal with LTL providers and other large types of uh shippers that need procurement capacity and solutions. Yep. I've had people on my, my podcast from Emerge, I love what you guys are doing. So
1: I, I'm gonna give my layman's my layman view of what you guys do, and then I wanna hear your two cents on it. So I think everybody says, Oh, I have a TMS, I don't need I, I have this, I have that. What they typically don't have is an RFP tool of any sort. They, they, and so they're trying to find capacity and they're trying to see what the market's doing, but they don't have a tool for it. And there's, there's tools out there, and I won't mention them, but they aren't made for our industry. They're made for other procurement. They're for buying nuts and bolts. And buying nuts and bolts is a lot different than buying freight. And so when we're talking about smart freight sourcing, which we'll do today, I think that's what you guys do over there, right?
0: Yes, Joe. So, you know, smart freight sourcing starts with, you know, a very strong platform and the Merge Dynamic RFP platform is our signature product. It enables shippers and carriers to make more empowered strategic decisions and save time and money. It's the first web-based procurement tool made exclusively for the transportation industry. Excellent. So
1: tell us a little bit about you. Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? Tell us what you did before you joined Emerge 15 months ago.
0: Yeah, sure. Well, I grew up uh, outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I started to work for UPS when I went to college. I worked 36 years at UPS. During, Woo! Yeah, long career, great career. And uh, now I get the opportunity to be here to Emerge. I, uh, you know, starting work, I started working like many long-term UPSers do by handling packages, became a driver, fulfilled many management positions in the operations and engineering group, and then retired as a VP of transportation at UPS Whoa. Freight.
1: That's a that's one of the juggernauts. So I know you learned a thing or two. <laughs> yeah. So what did you study in school?
0: Well, I was a business major in economics and marketing. Deal. Where'd you go? I went to Temple University. Oh, that's a top school. Yeah. Top school, Temple University in Philadelphia. And I know I'm going to have some haters out there. I'm an Eagles fan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think people are afraid of Eagle fans. (laughs) Anyway.
1: So, so you had a a long career at UPS. When you left, you had opportunities. You could have gone a lot of different places. Why did you choose Emerge?
0: Well, it's a, it's a fabulous business. I've been exposed to it a little bit during my career and thought that it just had so much opportunity. Emerge is the only, as I said, web based platform out there for the transportation industry. I spent many years trying to drive my transportation costs in a positive direction, reduce the cost. Yeah. Who does it? <laughs> and um I, I think that this I know that this tool that we have is Going to revolutionize and change the entire transportation industry for both shippers and carriers.
1: Yep, yep, absolutely. And you know, when I think about freight procurement, and I, I can t- I can put my three PL hat on. When I was at a little three PL, we would send, uh, we would say, "Hey, we got a new opportunity here." We would take an Excel spreadsheet with all the lanes in it, say, I need this to go from point A to point B. And then I would put it in Excel spreadsheet and I would have how many times a week, right? And then I would send that Excel spreadsheet out. Every carrier I knew, didn't matter if they specialized in the Northeast, my stuff was for the out West, just email blast, right? And a whole bunch of those emails would bounce. <laughs> and a whole bunch of these people would ignore me and I don't blame them and that was i think still a lot of companies are using email blasts with excel spreadsheets and in this day and age if you're managing your supply chain or your freight procurement using excel spreadsheets or google docs you, you're you're off track <laughs> so it's it's the the world has changed and that, and you guys have a custom built <laughs> i mean a purpose built solution for rfp
0: yeah, so if you think about when we used to do work in the Excel spreadsheets, and we still do, many m- most shippers actually still do work in Excel spreadsheets. But that was the early 1990s, and nothing has been developed for the freight procurement of transportation since then, until now, 2017, when you know Andrew Leto put started to put his vision in place.
1: Yeah. And by the way, the, Andrew and uh, his brother and his team Started Global Trans, and they're uh, they're a juggernaut too. I mean, one of the top freight brokers. And he always he was on the podcast once, and he said he always saw this as a big problem. You know, how do we get everybody on the same
0: platform? So, Joe, you talk about the Excel spreadsheet. Um, you know, I have horror stories. You know, telling my wife, I don't know when I'm going to be home because, you know, we had to go through a whole bunch of data. We would send out the lanes that we wanted to, you know, our carriers to bid on. Typically, was only about thirty carriers. Tell them when the deadlines were due. If half of them met the deadlines, I think I would be surprised. So we were extending the deadlines. And then came the real difficult part. You had to, you know, analyze the data, make sure that you didn't tilt the scales in any one direction toward a carrier. Oh. Made sure they had the capacity to, you know, handle what you bid, handle what they bid on, right? And then, you know, uh, lastly you had to award the, 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 the lanes. And again, all this is done through Excel, email, gathering emails back, checking it off, printing it. Yeah. Archiving. And by the way, if, if
1: if I'm one of those carriers also, and I get an email from Andy saying, hey, I don't know Andy very well, but I, I, I got this, I got thousands of lanes from him and he wants me to bid. And my first thought is, Is he going to keep his incumbent carriers? Is he just market testing? Does he just want to make sure he's getting the right price from his guys that he knows and likes? Is that what he's doing to me? So, and then and then I will throw another thing out there. I have to at that point also. Am I going to go high and and then every time Andy says do it, I'll have capacity? Or am I going to go low and win a lot of business, but then I turn turn away eventually? So, it's such a flawed way to do business.
0: Yeah. And well, you, you, you just point out that, you know, nobody knows how to really bid on some of the large, you know, 400 lane bids or, you know, and some, some of the shippers are putting out a 1, thousand, fifteen hundred now. And after you send the Excel spreadsheet out, you just get bombarded by phone calls asking, you know, how do I win Clarifications, how do I keep this? Clarifications. Yeah. Where should I bid? And then you get their you know, that carrier's perspective on where the market is and what they need. So after it's all said and done, you kinda kinda you have to weigh a lot of factors because you have had incumbents that do a great job. You are coming to the marketplace with a lot of volume. So volume is king and you only have a limited number of carriers and if you've treated them right they're going to bid if they've had you know disruptions and and you haven't honored the previous contract they're probably going to scale back or you know depart from your from your rfp
1: and again i don't think you're exactly building any bridges when you just send an email blast to somebody who talked to you six months ago and you had his business card You've, you, 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 there's a lot of distrust. The, the, the technology or the lack thereof is a problem, but so is the idea that I spend so much time, and I've heard people say this, it could be eight weeks of collecting all your lanes, getting all those emails, and then you have one meeting with uh, maybe a large group of carriers or it's one-on-one, and you said, I want to make sure I'm not biased, so I don't want to spend a, a little extra time with Andy and a little less time with Joe because that gives Andy an advantage. I don't think that's the way we want to. Sp- I think we want to spend our time letting the technology do that kind of work, and spend more time actually having meetings with carriers and shippers, so they can say, "Yeah, this is this is this is how I want to work." So,
0: Joe, Emerge has streamlined this process. You take the current Excel spreadsheet or Google Sheets that you're using. You have.
1: 14 you upload
0: them yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, you have 14 columns of information origin origin city destination destination zip lane name etc and you we we can customize your sheet to fit into our platform and actually upload it within minutes of uh of you giving us that spreadsheet and then starting the bid process. Yep. Yep.
1: It's it's a better way. And I want to talk about, I know we talked about- One more
0: thing, if I could say, you put your incumbent carriers in there. So it's the same carriers you're going to deal with. And then we're going to add the emerge carriers because we want to bid on your lanes because we feel as we have buying power. And then that bid will deliver a solution for you. Right.
1: Yeah, and so I should also mention, you can use, emerge. I know you, I learned this before, you can use the Emerge platform for free and never once use an Emerge carrier. But I think what you'll find out is <laughs> they've got a lot of carriers in that platform that you're going to want to use. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> but but they've created a, a purpose-built RFP tool, so you can use it, upload those thousand, thousand lanes out of your Excel spreadsheet into that system, connect with all your all your carriers, and by the way, your carriers won't mind one bit because they're probably already on that platform. Given how much volume you guys are moving through the platform already,
0: <laughs> and as we get more large shippers, they bring on carriers, which it's a mushroom effect. So, large shippers bring on carriers, carriers come back to our platform,
1: exactly. And the carriers
0: have the opportunity that once they're on our platform to go, you know, shopping in our marketplace, which is uh, another avenue to support the carriers. Yep. So I want to
1: switch gears. I know there was a few topics I wanted to hit on related to this. So, again, we're talking smart freight sourcing with my friend, Andy Semish. Sim, Andy so in the olden days, and maybe even today, volume was king. If I had tons of lanes, and I know you were at a juggernaut, you guys had lots of lanes that you could push out. That was always the way you got the best pricing. You said, I've got, I got, I spend $50 million a year. I'm going to get really good pricing. And let's face it, sometimes shippers exaggerate that a little bit, right? Because, uh, if I say 50, maybe that sounds a little more impactful than uh, 45 or 35, right? And when it never materializes, the shippers, I mean, the uh, carriers are never surprised by that, right? <laughs> so first off, talk a little bit about the role of volume and
0: what, it, how, it, how it played in the past and how it plays today. So you know, the more volume it had, the more power you commanded and it brought carriers to you. So, you know, the volume was king. In today's environment, a volume shipper, or in in the past, a volume shipper probably only had between 30 and 50 carriers. Today, a volume shipper will have their core 30 to 50 carriers, but it's going to be, get visibility to the, you know a couple thousand, fifty or under under 50 truck companies out there that may have a niche in that market on that lane and the ability to provide a cheaper rate for that large shipper so you know large shippers are going to still command a lot but they're going to be exposed they're going to get the exposure to a lot of smaller carriers that they had not in the past
1: yep yep and so in the olden days we do that once a year once a year RFP. And the reason we had to do that was it took four to eight weeks and it kind of bogged the whole team down. Uh, I don't think carriers particularly like it. I've heard the term bid fatigue because they're, they're tired of having to, having that, getting that clunky Excel spreadsheet from somebody they vaguely know. And, but now beyond volume, we have the ability to be more flexible about our RFP. So rather than doing an RFP once a year, a lot of companies, I know companies working with Emerge, tend to do them a lot more. They're doing them, and you correct me if I'm wrong, quarterly or even more often because it's not it's not a cumbersome process anymore. The old clunky Excel spreadsheet, you didn't want to do that one more than once a year because it was so time consuming. But with the streamlined process, you guys are doing them a lot more. So talk about this
0: idea of flexibility and the ability to do more, more bids. So, Joe, what we're seeing is... Um... Well, shippers in general are doing more bids. You know, this market has changed significantly in the last three or three and a half years, multiple times. I mean, we went from, you know, prior to the pandemic, we were, you know, starting to see some lower freight volumes. And then the pandemic hit, it quickly turned around where there was no capacity. And now it seems like things are softening up. So where do shippers see themselves in their rates? And uh, the Dynamic RFP tool will allow you to run as many bids as you see fit in order to validate the your pricing on the lane. So, you know, we're seeing some shippers, you know, run a core bid and then come back with either a mini bid or a seasonal bid, or you know, specific lanes that they just want to see if the pricing has changed a little bit in those lanes. But, you know it's so easy that you're definitely seeing more bids right now. And what we're also seeing is that, you know, where there's service problems out there, shippers are now expecting more that things are softening and they're going to bid on those lanes where the carriers just aren't. Right. You know, Andy, you, you, again, you've been this long career and you've got,
1: you know, all that tribal knowledge and all the other experience and expertise. If I said, hey, Andy, you're smart, man. You tell me where rates will be one year from now. And, and you would say, oh, I don't hold me to this, but, right? Are we heading into a recession? Is COVID actually really over this time? Who's to know? I mean, so so the problem we always have had with those one-year bids is when a guy like Andy can't tell you where the market's going in one year, and everybody has to make that guess. So somebody guesses high, somebody guesses low. We're all wrong. Nobody's exactly right on. So when I say, Andy, can you tell me what you think is going to happen in the next quarter? I think you feel a little more comfortable. And I think that's what we want to give our carriers and the shippers the chance to say, I don't want to miss the market, but I also don't want to, I also don't want to be underpaid for my work.
0: Yeah, you know, my recommendation to the shippers is to gather as much data as possible and along with the emerge RFP tool is the emerge benchmarking which goes hand in hand with it and that will give you a detailed lane cost and rate so that you can see whether you're paying above the market at the market or below the market and then make the make the decisions internally whether it's time to take those lanes where you're paying above the market and put those out for bid we will also you know, support, you know, those bids through the dynamic RFP tool.
1: Yeah. And by the way, we talked about market testing your current carriers earlier. You don't have to drag everybody down this rat hole to do that now because cause you can go on to Emerge, use it for free. And again, I, and, and market test your guys. But again, I do think most most people, once they start using the tool, go, Yeah, here's the market, but also Emerge added three or four other carriers to the list here. Maybe I need to look at some of these guys, right?
0: You know, one shipper said to me, you've introduced us to carriers that we didn't even know existed. And that's exactly what our goal is to do. And, you know, the second piece of that is to give you good information on when it's time for you to, you know, put an RFP out there and the data behind it.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's the technology. I think they this is one of the things I like about the whole idea of having a technology that streamlines the process. I am I'm a big believer in long-term relationships and I also think you have to invest in, in in those relationships. When you're mired down with a whole bunch of excel spreadsheets and sending out email blasts, you never really get to know anybody. You're just you're you're holding everybody at arm's length, which means you get arm's length relationships, and those are less than valuable. Anyway, we talked about volume, and again, the importance of it, always been important, and it, it's still important, but I think now we talked a little bit about flexibility. The, the flexibility being, I can do more RFP events. And when COVID hit, a friend of mine called me and said, he's a shipper, large, very large shipper, and said, do you think I should go back and ask ask everybody to rebid these lanes? Because I think rates are coming down. Well that's what we all thought for a minute and then rates skyrocketed right and so we we can't really predict <laughs> we can't predict what's are we getting a recession is the market going to be slow for a while so now we have the flexibility to say I can do I can do a bid for the next quarter or the next 10 weeks if I'm moving christmas trees
0: I say I want to move christmas trees for 10 weeks I don't want last year's prices <laughs> you know it, it is it, it provides a lot of flexibility it puts the it aligns uh, shippers and car- carriers to the current market conditions and then it allows shippers and carriers to both react to the current market conditions so you know if we're talking you know you know pandemic post pandemic supply chain problems, potential recessions, and things like that that's in the news you know they they have the data at their fingertips and it's very flexible for them to uh, make changes uh, I love it and by the way,
1: most transportation management systems don't have this tool on there. So they, you can go buy a very expensive one that's not made for this industry, or you can say, I'm just going to connect. I'm going to, I'm going to integrate with Emerge and have this tool. And there's just no reason not to, because again, it's, it's free.
0: Joe, you can, <laughs> you know, connect with us at Emerge through many avenues and I'll go over those a little bit later. But, um, you know, the, the, the tools are available for procurement of tra- of transportation are also available to procure other things, you know, office supplies and and things of that nature. This here is, this RFP tool is only for transportation. And uh, we're expanding modes each quarter so that eventually we will be a full transportation procurement platform. Yep. So we talked a little
1: bit about volume. I know we wanted to talk about that. We talked a little bit about the flexibility and it's a flexibility to be able to do more bids, Get away from that one one once a year bid that that nobody ever gets right. We have a much better chance of getting right the the ten week or the the one quarter bid. And people who are using Emerge, I know uh, we talked before we hit record, they're doing more RFPs because the process isn't awkward. It's not a pain in the ass. So, when you' streamline that process, you go, "Hey, I'm going to do this all the time. I have some carriers that are dropping the ball. Let's rebid those lanes. Let's find some good carriers to so get those straightened out. We also started to talk about visibility. so what is what is what is emerge doing with in terms of visibility for me?
0: Well, through this bid process, you have full visibility to the bid the bids that are going in and out of, in into the platform. So at, You know, the shipper can see the bids as they're coming in. They know the shipper's already posted the deadline for the bid. And the carriers can also, you know, update their bids as necessary. You know, it's very suitable for operations, operations personnel to, on both sides of the shipper and the carrier to, you know, make adjustments that bid process is going on. And, And lastly, once that bid process is finished, I mentioned the benchmarking capabilities, but I also want to mention the scenario building. And the scenario building is, you know, how much did you award to, you know, specific carriers? So you don't you know, tilt the scales to one carrier. How much, did you, how much did you award by market, you know, out of the Northeast or Southeast? And you've defined those markets and other type of scenarios that, that are important to, you know, the shipper to make sure that the bid executes like they want it to execute. And as you change the, as you tweak the scenarios, you tweak the carriers and the bid, it'll change it'll show you the dollars and cents impact on those decisions you made.
1: Yep. So I want to switch gears on you just a little bit. We've talked we've talked kind of from the shipper's perspective, which is all these advantages, but I know there's a big advantage for carriers. What are the advantages that companies get when, you know, if you're if I'm a small carrier or a mid-sized carrier?
0: Well, it comes down to Small and mid-sized carriers now have the opportunity to bid on the largest um, Fortune 500 shippers uh, in the United States. The the good freight. it's, It's good. It's good freight. It could fit a niche or an opportunity that they have to make more money. You know, they may have never even known that that lane or that volume existed in the past. And now they're, you know, capitalizing on that. And it should also make the overall freight industry more, more efficient.
1: Yeah. So what, if I'm a a carrier, what do I have to pay? uh, What do I pay you guys to?
0: Well, again, you said it before, you know, from a shipper aspect and a carrier aspect, our platform is free. You know, if if you're a shipper, you have, you have the ability to use our, our dynamic RFP tool. Um, You can reach out to us at Emerge and we'd be glad to walk you through that. From a carrier side, you have to go through, uh, you know, compliance and an onboarding piece, but
1: yeah, that's that's everywhere though. But that is everywhere.
0: If you I'm just going to say that if you know you want to if you want to you know partner with a shipper, they're going to ask you for, you know, your, your your compliance and insurance and things of that nature. So how do you guys make money then? Well, we have a markup if a carrier bids, we mark up that rate, you know, our going rate is 10% and uh, that is So that's a that's that's a, that's very fair. Yep, very 10%. fair. So we monetize off of that. And then we also select lanes within the bid that are going to fit the emerge needs um you know it becomes an emerge becomes a carrier so and and and, and, I, and I don't mean this
1: in any way that to be inappropriate, but this is all I kind of look at like when you're putting together shippers and carriers in this way it's almost like ladies night at a bar when I was young <laughs> where it, ladies get in free right, and then all the fellows will say i'll I'll stand in line to go meet <laughs> in there and the, so the more more good freight you guys bring on, and I know you guys have a ton of it already, the more carriers you get coming to the
0: platform. Exactly. And the more carriers you get, the more (laughs) freight you get. You expect large shippers and large carriers to be here, and they are. You know, a story, a friend of a friend has three trucks. And, you know, got someone asked me to help him out, and that carrier was in Texas and looking for to get back home. And... We're helping them, and I mean it was kind of like a, a real life solution for a small carrier. Yep. So I
1: want to I want to go kind of through an example, if you don't mind. So let's just say I'm a shipper, and I'm here in the Detroit area, and I I'm uh, auto parts. I make auto parts aftermarket, and I I, I spend about ten million dollars a year on transportation logistics. So I say I'm going to go and I'm going to use emerge. I, I've got all this stuff in Excel spreadsheets. I've been doing those. I work with some, some brokers, mostly carriers, like a lot of people. And now I say, I want to go to Emerge. I want to get, I want this process to be streamlined. So I what do I need to do? Take me through that process.
0: Joe, if you're a shipper and you want to deal with Emerge, work with Emerge, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn. You can go to Emergemarket.com and you can, you know, request it. You know, you get a call back from a, a sales salesperson and that, that salesperson is actually a, a more of an onboarding person. They'll teach you all, all the everything you need to know about the uh, about the platform. You'll be signed up. And you'll be signed up with you know a matter of hours, assuming that we can get all that done. And then what do I do? I've got my Excel spreadsheet. I just upload it. You've got your Excel spreadsheet. We recommend that you go through it with us the first couple of times. You know, a lot of shippers. You know, part of the onboarding. Yeah, just part of the onboarding. I mean, to smooth out some of the speed bumps. But most folks, after one or two times, tell us that they have it and they can navigate it themselves, and we just give them a point of contact if they have any problems to reach out to. Them. But uh, so,
1: getting back to it, Joe's Auto Parts. I put my stuff up. I get so I got all my lanes in there. It's a ton of them. I spend a lot of money every year. I put all. So I want to bring. I want my incumbents to come over. So how do I, how do I tell my trucking companies to come on over?
0: You know, you're, you're going to, there is a little bit of work to do, you know, in your account. And uh, when you upload, when you have your lanes ready, prior to that, you're going to, you're going to put the contact information in for all of your carriers. And you're going to tell your, and then you going to, you're, we are going to send a letter that, that you and Emerge will write (laughs) together out to your carriers and say that you're going to use Emerge to facilitate a bid. This will not be new to your carriers because your carriers have probably already gotten this letter multiple times. And it will just let them know that they're going to get notifications on behalf of Joe's Auto Parts and that you would like them to bid on Joe's Auto Parts through the Emerge platform.
1: So this is just a streamlined process. And again, there'll be some number of my Carriers that are, all say, are oh, I've already done bids on there. I'm already
0: part of the, that platform. Exactly, and I, I think that you know, it will be a significant number of your carriers, Joe. So, so I have a bid event,
1: and I want to pick. I pick within the system. I say, what this guy, this guy, this guy. I pick for each lane, and they get notifications.
0: Yeah, they'll get notifications. They'll get a a, a window. You know, you will set the parameters of your bid. It opens on. Monday, September twenty sixth, and it closes on you know the, the week first later, or second of October. Uh, whatever whatever your time frame is based on the size of your bid and what makes sense for you. And it give your give your carriers enough time to, you know, see the bid, work on the bid and and post a bid. And then once that bid closes, you know, it, it'll be closed to any other bids, and then you and your team will have the opportunity to go in there and select, you know, the the, the carriers that you want to represent that lane and you will be, you know, lane data rate and how often that that's going to run. And, you know, you can select that carrier and
1: hopefully, hopefully you're by the way. Yeah, so, so I brought, let's just say I brought 10 carriers over for my lanes, which is great. I like these guys. I've been working with them. Well, let me see, better, better yet, but a few of them are letting me down lately. And so in addition, I get quotes from, Emerges carriers, and so I say, "Oh, I didn't know i I could save two hundred bucks on this lane every every day."
0: That's exactly what I want to happen. Hey, <laughs> you to choose the emerge carrier. However, you have the opportunity to stick with your incumbent, and that's part of the scenario output. If you choose your incumbent for $200 more, it's going to tell you what that cost over the life of the bid. And that will be the decision that you make. Of course, I would like to see you choose the eMERGE carrier and save the money, but there's nothing stopping you from sticking with your carrier.
1: Well, and, and this gets back to, we talked a little bit about the visibility. I have visibility into who likes this lane. You know, These guys are bidding on all my, they love this lane. They love my Detroit to Dallas lane. And they're always they're always bidding on anything I do, Detroit to Dallas. i like, I look, I can look them up. I can see if they're a good carrier in your system, and say, hey, why not give them a shot? These other guys, uh, I like them, but every once in a while they let me down.
0: Well, I think there's a threshold to you taking on new carriers, right? And that's what that's what we typically see. You know, you're not going to completely flip your bid and say the out the the old's out, the news in, and and see how it works. But you may, you know, just you you may do that.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: and, and and again, let's just say I'm a
1: carrier, and I say, uh, you know what? I'm I'm not, nobody's asked me to bid on anything within the emerge system. I'm thinking that's becoming increasingly rare. But let's just say I'm a little carrier, and I say, I heard Joe and Andy talk about this, and I want to get onto that system so I can start bidding on some work. What do they need to do well, to get this?
0: again, system? it's the same process. Reach out to emergemarket.com, put put an inc- inquiry in, and you know. Tell us what you're looking for, and we will get that right over to our carrier relations group, and someone will contact you with an onboarding packet and get you set up in in the system. With that, we're also going to get some lane alerts set up for you. Maybe you like to run Detroit to Dallas and Dallas back to Detroit. So we're going to give you lane alerts when you want to see those lane alerts and as often as you want to see those lane alerts. Now, you're going to control those so that you can turn them on or off or add to them. And then you can select the freight off of those alerts, or you'll be you know you'll be in our platform to look for other freight
1: yeah and and meanwhile, I can look at some other other i'll call benchmarking data i can take a i could take advantage of the fact that you guys got billions of dollars under management. And I'm just a i am just I just got three trucks. I don't have that kind of visibility into market rates. You you're
0: going to see everything we have between Dallas and Detroit. If that's your, that's what Dallas and Detroit. That's and see it,
1: what it's going for. Yeah.
0: And if you know, if you want to expand your horizon, if you just want to go de- or, you know, ex- expand your lanes, you just want to go, you know, Detroit Philadelphia, we can add that or Detroit Tampa, we can add that too. So you know whatever whatever your niche is and your and your scope is we can we can design those you know alerts to to pop into your Im, Im, inbox.
1: Yeah, what I like for the little trucking companies, well all trucking companies, is access to the top freight.
0: There's really good freight. You
1: know, we will say the, the the big retailers of the world, the big uh, manufacturers of the world, it's sometimes hard to get your foot in the door on that, especially if you say I'm an owner operator and I got five ten trucks. How do I get I'm busy driving trucks. I'm busy managing trucks. I don't have time to chase down procurement people within the largest companies. But if they're already coming to emerge, I don't have to chase them
0: down. No. And, you know, we've had small trucking companies tell us, wow, I never thought I'd get in with, you know, some of these large shippers. And all of a sudden they're in the door and one truck, three trucks, five trucks pulling freight for, you know, some of the largest shippers in the United States.
1: Not bad, not bad. So anyway, I'm going to summarize some of this and then I want to get your final thoughts on the topic. So I'm talking with my friend, Andy Semish, and we're talking about smart freight sourcing and really in particular, in specifically we're talking about the Merge RFP platform. And again, this is, this is an addition to anything else you might have. You might have to say, I have a TMS, I have other tools for procure, but this is a tool that is got billions and billions of dollars under management. I don't know if you guys are saying what the actual numbers are, but we talked about the flexibility of being able to do bids. Since the process is streamlined, I can do multiple bids. I can do, most people probably aren't doing one a year anymore, but they're doing quarterly or even for a season. If it's, I'm going to do a Christmas bid, I'm going to do a Thanksgiving bid. I'm going to do a cyber, what do they call it? Cyber, what's that, What's that? Black Monday Cyber You
0: know, Black Monday Cyber Monday,
1: right? What's that? I heard somebody say Black Friday Cyber yes. Monday. Now that and they, they were using the what is it? BFCM. Somebody sent me a note about okay. that. I hadn't it, seen that. And I was like, what is that supposed to mean? And I figured it out later on. It's Black Monday Cyber or black friday cyber monday so i could say i'm just going to do a send out a bid for that so i now have this as a shipper i have this additional flexibility that i didn't have before because this process is streamlined i can do bids as often as i need to have some carriers falling down new bids right also gives me visibility i have visibility not only into the bid process how that's going that actual event but also into all your benchmark data i have i have insights that i never had before. You know when you when you're getting information, you can say, "Oh, I know what the market's doing." No, you know what 30 carriers that bid on your stuff did, are doing. You don't have thousands of carriers that are uh, have bid on that and it, and the system does. We also get this this opportunity. again, if you're a small carrier, you have opportunity that you wouldn't otherwise have. You can you work, work with the best companies in the business, including emerge. So we talked about volume we talked about flexibility visibility and the opportunity and we talked about what what what's the advantage to shippers what's the advantage to carriers final thoughts on this topic
0: <laughs> my my final thoughts are you know the business environment is changing tremendously you know from a from a supply chain issue post pandemic problems you know inventory problems we you need to be the shipper needs to be able to control the movement of their goods quickly. And the way they can do that is by, you know, using the Emerge Dynamic RFP tool, benchmarking and running multiple bids throughout the year that suit their business. It provides flexibility. um, It provides visibility to rates, like you said, and, you know, and, 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 you know, it keeps the, their, inventory moving timely without delay. Yep. I love it. I love it. So before you go,
1: who's the sweet spot for emerge? I mean, I know you guys have grown like a weed <laughs> and I know you have tons of freight going through your system every day. Some of it, some of you guys are moving, but a lot of it just goes through the, uh, just using the system. So who's
0: the sweet spot? Who's coming over as a shipper? Well, Significant amount of Fortune 500 company shippers are coming on a weekly basis over to merge. But who should be looking at coming over? The the folks that need to come over to us are the folks that are putting you know two months into a bid, and by the time they implement the bid, things have already significantly changed, and they wish they had you know done things differently because that's where the waste of time goes, additional expense, and they're not getting the most effective race out of that bid. So the folks that aren't using a, stream, a tool should be coming over to merge.
1: Right. I don't think it's a hard sell when you say, hey, would you like to go through that two-month nightmare of <laughs> populating Excel spreadsheet and sending it to Every every business card you have having twenty percent of those bounce.
0: <laughs> My recommendation is just try it. Just trade, You know, if you have five hundred lanes, take a hundred. Give us a try and let's see. Take what take share. your worst performing lanes, the ones that
1: are killing you right now. Take those ten, put them in the system, and and uh, if you like it, which you, which you probably will. You get some good carriers on those lanes, which carries you would have not known. And the next time when you say, you know what, maybe I'll go a little bigger, (laughs) put all my lanes in there. So that's that's from a shipper perspective, a lot of Fortune 500 companies. But you said anybody who's shipping, especially anybody who's struggling with this old clunky system, well, it's hard to call it a system. If you're using Excel spreadsheets in 2022 to manage your lanes, you're doing something wrong. Who from a carrier perspective, who's who's your sweet spot, who who works best with your with your system?
0: Well, all carriers work well with their system. You know, it's all you know, the larger the carrier, the more folks that they have working in our system. But I I really think there's a huge opportunity for, you know, less than 100, less than 50 trucks for them to get exposure and make their network, their business more efficient and more profitable, right. more profitable. And
1: I know you guys work well with the big, big carriers, everyone knows their name, right? So everybody who's doing a bid invites them, Hey, please bid on our freight. It's the little guys that let's face it, they're kind of, they're a little bit of the backbone of this business, but we don't know, always know their name because they're too busy driving and they don't have very many trucks on the road. you don't know who they are. So there's an opportunity for those guys to come in and get freight that they would never have a shot at. Sure is. Yep. And by the way, you guys are making money, which you said you're you're getting that 10%. I think one of the things I hear from carriers all the time is, especially when the bar gets tough, is when they feel like I'm doing all the work and I just went through some broker who's killing it and they made $1,000 on me and they want visibility into what... In, into what the rates are. So they say, I, I, I could have gotten $500 more and the broker didn't tell me. If I'm a little carrier, I can see what that lane's going for in your system. So I know I'm not losing. And I know that Emerge is uh, taking a small bite, not a huge bite.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: So before you go, what conferences are you guys going to? Do you go to oh, gosh. we are
0: We we are, I think we're at just about every conference, at least the ones. Freight Waves is coming freight, up. I know you guys are waves. down there. You know, we, we have folks, leaders, leadership at just about every conference. We have a booth there. We're glad to answer your questions, give you a quick demo. But really the best way to get in touch with us if you want to do it quickly is to just check out our website and you're going to see white papers, podcasts. Short videos on how our platform works.
1: Oh, that's that's right. I should have mentioned when we were talking to Deborah offline. I know you guys have a podcast with Chris Jolly and George
0: Abernathy. Yes, exactly. And that's uh, that that podcast is called Awarded. So
1: what I'll do is I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And so anybody who wants to check out. And by the way, George Abernathy is uh, been there, done that, got the hat also. And uh, Chris Jolly is I've been on my podcast multiple times. He's He's the, uh, he's the freight coach. He knows a lot. So he's, he's bringing a really good perspective also. So I'll put a link to Emerge, the website, and any any white papers you want me to put out, put a link to that. We'll put a link to uh, the podcast too so people can reach out and listen to that. Yeah, George, George is great. He's been on my podcast. I'd love to have him again.
0: <laughs> I'll help you with that. And I would love to have you again. I, I'd, I'd love so. to come back.
1: Yep. Andy, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the time and sharing all your expertise and what you guys are doing over at Emerge. Thanks, Joe. had a great time. Yep. And thank all of you for listening to my podcast. Your support's very much appreciated. Until next time, Onward and Upward.